Welcome to episode seven of Darling So It Goes. I'm Pascal. And I'm Dee. And this week we're talking everything about chakra basics. Chakras, if you're not familiar with them, are energy centers in your body. And there are actually seven major chakras in the body that are located along the spine. And the history of the chakras is first, um, mentions are in he hindu vedas which are religious texts from ancient india somewhere between 1500 to 500 bc but um obviously always been a part of the um uh, energetic body of your of your of the human body the sanskrit word chakra means wheel chakras are are chakras or chakras sometimes people call them chakras which i never know the difference i think different people call them different things what do you say i say chakras i also say chakras interesting yeah okay so chakras are quite literally spinning wheels of energy in the body that's what i understand too each chakra spins in correlation to a particular area of the body each chakra correlates with a specific color and a particular element Yep, and so the chakras, um, while they're correlating with a particular area of the body, each energy center runs along the spine, starting from the base of the spine, which is your root chakra, and then goes on up the body. So what we wanted to do for you tonight, we just gave you a quick little overview, um, and then we just want to do basic explanations of each chakra and what they do within the body, um, what elements they resonate with, and so on and et cetera. Um, We'll probably do the first two chakras, take a quick break for our sponsor, Mm -hmm. and then get right back to it for the remainder of the chakras. So here we go. If you want to pause the recording and grab a pen or a pencil and a notebook, you might want to take notes. We'll just give you that moment to do it. I know once I first started learning the chakras, I actually had to like color them on a yes. piece of paper because I, I was forgetting them and I wasn't memorizing them. And then that's when you start to be able to visualize them. That's right. And that's what they want you to do too. Mm-hmm. Once you, once we explain all the chakras, you start to visualize them and um, that's how you learn to manipulate them. That's it. I mean, the visualization of the chakra is I dare say one of the most important things that you need to learn how to be able to do. Yeah, because that's another part of that energetic tool you can use to um, clear yourself, to increase your vibration, etc. It's just another one from the ancient Vedas. Absolutely. <laughs> Which you'll see why it's important that they've stuck around all this time because mm. they really do make a difference in your life once you learn how to use them in a positive way. Yes, yeah. So, okay, so the first major chakra, like I said, is called the root chakra, and it's located at the base of your spine. And what it controls is your survival instincts, uh, your safety, your security, your money, and your food. So if it's out of balance, and you maybe have heard about chakras being out of balance before, um, if your root chakra is out of balance, you might feel feelings of worry, you might have feelings of being fearful of things more than usual, Um, you might feel like you're lacking in your life, you might feel worried that you don't have enough money, 
that you're not going to have enough food to eat. You might feel very concerned that your safety is in jeopardy somehow. And maybe it's actually not, but your root chakra is out of balance. And so it's making you fear, feel fearful in these ways. Mm. Um, the color that's associated with the root chakra is red. And the element associated with the chakra is the earth element. Um, stones that can help you if your root chakra is out of balance or to help keep your root chakra in balance is um, hematite, which is a very grounding stone. And your root chakra being at the base of your spine, your first chakra, that's a grounding chakra. Um, red jasper, because you know its vibration is that vibration of the root chakra, and also the bloodstone. And although the bloodstone, if you've ever seen it, is green, it also has hints of red through it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's pretty actually. Like it's it. really pretty. Um, but you know, some of them have more red, some of them have less red, but. Bloodstone is a really good one for uh, root chakra. So just some quick ways to balance your root, ch root chakra if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, I really feel like I've been living in survival mode lately and I'm really stressed out about the bills or whatever it happens to be. A quick way to balance is to close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths in and out to help relax and center yourself and then just think about the color red. So see a red crayon, um, maybe color, a, use your red crayon to color a red spiral mm. on a piece of paper. Because like we said, the root chakra is a, like a wheel of energy, always, by the way, moving in a clockwise direction when it's a healthy chakra. So if you draw a red spiral in a clockwise direction with a red crayon, that can help to balance out your root chakra. Now, I was told that you, it would be the, like the, the size also matters. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you want to try to not have it too big and not have it too small. And because that would mean that it's too closed off or too expanded out. Right. And the... The perfect size would be like the shape of a, the size of a CD, like that you would put in a, a computer. Okay. You know what I mean? But is that like what? And I feel like that's reasonable. Um, but the size that I learned would be like the size of a plum. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, that's like the living in fully um, healed and rotating properly chakras the size of a plum but also I think it doesn't matter that much whether that inch makes a huge difference because I think it differs from person to person oh, too okay. so um, for you the size of a CD might be what is normal for you and that's the size that you make your chakras mm. open or close to 
um, the size of a plum. Sometimes I do have a hard time getting my chakras to close down to the size of a plum, especially my sacral, or I mean my solar plexus yes, chakra. Right, right, right. Um, so I think it's going to vary from person to person. And I think once you start working with your chakras, you'll know what feels right for you. Mm. I don't know that there's a hard and fast rule for that. I know. Yeah, it's so funny because I do get different information. But it, when I started to learn about chakras, I wasn't, um, uh, I don't necessarily use those as a, as a tool. But I'm now that we're doing the podcast on it, I think I'm going to start using this as another tool to use to, to clear me or balance me out. Yeah. Now, too. Yeah, and as you're doing it, as you're going it. up through your chakras, you'll start to feel like what size feels right for you. Oh, I think I do remember this. Yeah. yeah. So okay. whenever, you know, when you get it to the size that feels like homeostasis for you, yeah. like it feels balanced, right. then that's the right size for you. Okay. Whether it's an apple, an orange, a plum. Exactly. Oh, okay. A CD. Okay. Yeah. I probably wouldn't go watermelon, but... <laughs> Another way to help balance your root chakra would be to wear the color red, um, maybe on your clothing, on your jewelry. Um, surround yourself with the color red. You can ground your energy in other ways that we've talked about in other podcasts. One of the best ways to ground your root chakra besides your visualization is to go out into nature. Nature's very grounding. We talked about that. Like, take your breaths and then your exhales. Mm -hmm. Envision roots growing out of the bottoms of your feet, mm -hmm. going deeper and deeper into the earth. And that helps to balance your root chakra as well. You know, what's funny is, especially what's been going on, this whole safety, everybody's so fearful. You wonder if that's why so many people have been going out in nature, too. Mm -hmm. Because they're trying to actually ground themselves. And they might not realize it, but maybe it's your... Um, subconscious saying I need to get out I need yeah. to be in nature I need to be balanced yeah, that root chakra they ball. might not know it in their thinking mind yeah. but in their subconscious maybe that's what's happening yeah because they're feeling the safety is gone the security is gone yeah they don't they're saying people have even PTSD from this yeah and depending on your circumstances I could see it yeah you know so yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay so that was the root chakra and now moving up the spine, the second major chakra is the sacral chakra. So if you know where your sacrum is, um, at the bottom of your back, just above your tailbone, that's where your sacral chakra is. It's about two inches below the belly button, um, located on the spine again. Um, the sacral chakra controls your creativity, your pleasure, and your feeling of well-being, it also controls your sexuality because if you think about it, this is the area of the body where your sexual organs are located. Um, the color that it resonates with is orange and the element it resonates with is water. So if your sacral chakra is out of balance, you might feel low back pain, you might have sadness, Maybe you have sexual dysfunction. Um, so some stones that can help balance your sacral chakra are the tiger's eye or carnelian. Those are great stones. If, you're, 
If this chakra is already balanced, they're also great stones just to keep on you to help keep it in balance. Um, other ways to balance the chakra is to see or wear the color orange. Just like we said before with the red, envision an orange crayon drawing a spiral in a clockwise motion um, to whatever size you feel like resonates best for you to feel balanced. You don't want to feel like it's too small. You don't want to feel like it's too big. Um, because this chakra resonates with the element of water, swimming is actually a great idea. Mm. So if you're feeling like, you know, you have low back pain or you're just overly sad and blue and then maybe it's a great idea for you to go out and take a swim yeah. because being in the water is going to help balance the chakra and help take sense. away some of that feeling. Um, so let's take a break here. I was actually going to go on, but why don't we take a break here and catch a word from our fabulous sponsor. Okay, welcome back. We are going to move on to the third chakra, and that's the solar plexus chakra. Um, its location is in the upper abdomen, just below your ribs, um, on the spine. So the solar plexus chakra controls a person's self-worth, their self-esteem, their confidence, and what we all know as that gut feeling. Mm. So, you know, everybody says, like, if you have a gut feeling, you listen to that right. um, because it's not going to lie to you. So if you, if maybe your sacral chakra isn't balanced correctly, isn't resonating the way it's supposed to, maybe you're just not getting those gut feelings that are helping to guide you throughout your life. Um, if it's out of balance, um, maybe you've got some low self-esteem, maybe you have low self-worth, um, you might be feeling a lot of dread all the time. All of those things are controlled by your solar plexus chakra. So the color that resonates with the chakra is yellow and its element is fire. The stones that help to balance and keep this chakra balanced is again the tiger's eye, citrine, and amber. I actually am going to segue for a moment and say that I have a bracelet that I just got recently and it's a piece of um, Mexican amber. It's mm. beautiful. I did. I got it from Lorena. Oh. Um, you guys, there is a friend of a friend of mine. I'm totally doing a business shout out right now. Okay. Um, she has a Facebook page and she does twice a week, I believe, Facebook Live crystal shows where she um, sells bracelets that she makes and she sells um pieces of different stones like bigger pieces that you can have in your home or carry in your hand i like to buy lots of worry stones from her mm. and chakra stones um, but i will put her facebook business page in the show notes and that way you guys can check her out because First of all, her voice is amazing. Her laugh is fantastic. Yeah, she agree. and her sister do it together as like a family business. Um, they're so honest. They're so kind and trustworthy. And they're reasonable. They're I mean, so reasonable. For for some of the 
the crystals that you can get and uh, she's very reasonable yeah and she always is having sales for different reasons customer mm. appreciation it's a saint patrick's day sale are you feeling lucky it's a valentine's mm -hmm. day sale so you can really get some good bargains yeah. and yep. she likes to put together a lot of sets and when she puts them together as sets they're really great prices so okay i'm sorry for the tangent but Lorena definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely needed a shout out there. Yeah. Um, and we like to support, you know, oh, yeah. locally. Local. Well, she's not local to us, but yeah. I guess small business owned. owned. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. She's she's great. So anyway, um, so again, this the crystals are tiger's eye, citrine, and amber. And I like that this one resonates with tiger's eye because that's two in a row. The sacral chakra and the um, solar plexus chakra so it's more bang for your buck yeah. like that one stone mm -hmm. is going to help to balance both chakras yes um, so to balance the um, solar plexus chakra the same thing um, see or wear the color yellow and I'm going to stop saying, you know, draw the spiral because now you understand that. Mm -hmm. So um, if I say see the color yellow, that's what I mean. Like close your eyes and see it in your mind. Visualize it. See or wear the color yellow. Um, and then because the element is fire, staring at a fire or a candle mm. is also another great way to balance the chakra. So who doesn't love sitting out at a fire pit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you get, I mean, I know I do, but if I'm sitting next to a fire pit, I get lost in the flame. Yeah. Yep. I get very content. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Very content, so, very balanced feeling, yeah. very, I go within mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Yes. So, or, and you know, if you're not going to have a fire, you don't have a fireplace or a fire pit, light a candle and just spend five minutes staring at the flame. Mm. That's a great way to balance that solar plexus chakra. Yeah. Like we do Sunday dinners. I've been doing it with my daughter um, on Sundays and we, we put out a candle. We put out little glasses with our San Pellegrino in there, like a little soda. Stop. And um, just having the flame there, like just really... It helps to calm everything down. It's so, so, I realized that in a second. I'm like, just by putting a candle here, like a little candlestick, it's amazing how we just sit there and we'll talk. Mm -hmm. And it's just lovely. So, oh, I love that. Yeah. And it makes it a special memory, mm -hmm. right? Because when she grows up and has a daughter, I bet you dollars to donuts, she does that with her daughter. I, know, I hope so. And as we go, little by little, we've had more and more people come. To our Sunday night dinner. I love it. Yeah. And see, and it is honestly, it's it makes the whole thing more relaxed just having the candle flame there. Mm -hmm. It's a visual that they're going to remember. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, like we said, they'll pass on and do with their children. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right. Your fourth chakra um, going up your spine is your heart chakra. And I bet you can guess where it's located in the center of your chest. And the heart chakra controls your love, your joy, and your inner peace. Um, so if your heart chakra is out of balance, you might feel lots of sadness. Maybe you're going to feel hatred or anger toward people, maybe even toward yourself, honestly. Um, 
Maybe you have a lot of anxiety that you need to work on, and that can be a big clue that your heart chakra is out of balance. So the color that resonates with the heart chakra is green, but also the color pink resonates with the heart chakra. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the element um, that goes with the heart chakra is the element air, and stones that correlate with this chakra are the pink rose quartz, um, a green agate, or an amazonite. And um, there are, clearly there are more stones, but I just like to give two or three and not get carried away. So, you know, if you wanna look them up and see what they look like or what their qualities are, you can do that and you're not overwhelmed with a large, a large list. Um, if you're, we already talked about like if you're out of balance in your heart chakra, how you might feel, but to balance it, obviously see and wear the color green or pink. Um, or since the element that resonates with it is air, go out into the wind. If it's a particular windy day, go into the wind, mm. let your body feel the wind, let it blow your hair, let like feel it on your skin, like on your today. face. Like today, where we live, holy cow! Like a lot windy. of days lately. Yeah, yeah. Especially today, I was like, "My yeah. God!" Now, don't go out in scary wind where a tree <laughs> might fall on your head, but just on a nice, hard, breezy day, yeah. that can definitely help to rebalance your heart chakra. And if I'm doing something like that, I also like to visualize that that wind mm. is blowing all of the sadness or anger, anxiety Aww. off my body, out of my body. That's a nice visual. It just yeah. blows it away. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I've never even thought about that. So, um, okay. Let's move on to our fifth major chakra, moving up the spine, to the throat chakra. And obviously the throat chakra is located at the throat and it controls your communication, um, your self-expression and your truth. So if it's out of balance, you might not be speaking your truth. You might have a sore throat. Um, there might be something that you wanna say to someone and you just can't let yourself say it. That's what I mean by speaking your truth standing up for yourself, saying what's in your heart that you need mm. to say. If you don't do those things, you're gonna get a sore throat. That chakra is gonna become unbalanced. Mm. Um, you're just not gonna feel well. And maybe you're going to be speaking things that aren't true to you as far as your kindness level and your mm. soul. And right. so, so being able yeah. to speak your truth. Yeah. Um, so the color that resonates with the throat chakra is light blue or turquoise and the element is sound, not surprisingly, or music. Um, if your throat chakra is out of balance, some great ways to balance it are with the crystals aquamarine, which is my birthstone, by the way. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love aquamarine. Oh. Um, blue lace agate or kyanite mm. um, and I then love blue lace agate that's one of my favorites oh I love kyanite that's so oh, funny really? yeah I mean blue lace agate is gorgeous but yeah. it's funny that you resonate more with that yeah. one yeah and a... you know that's a valid point to put out right now is that we're listing off these stones for each 
chakra, but you have to find the stones and crystals that resonate for you. Mm -hmm. So although the color of the throat chakra is light blue or turquoise, you might find that a clear quartz crystal resonates better for your throat chakra with you. I know. Unusually so, but some Unusually people Unusually so, absolutely. Yeah. But maybe a tiger's eye works best for you. Right. Um, so, you know, if you find a crystal and you think, well, this one feels right to me for my throat chakra, but it's not blue or turquoise, I can't use it, then no, that's not right. Mm. Whatever resonates for you is what's right for you. Right. But I know when I first started, um, you know, getting into crystals and looking at them and just enjoying going to shops and things, it was overwhelming. Yes. So it's almost like, I think I remember learning the chakras because um, they did have the, the crystals that were attuned to which chakras you had. And I almost used that as a guide to narrow down what crystals I wanted to get. Yeah, actually, that was my first one. I remember collecting all the stones for all the chakras just so I could um, have all the chakra stones in a bag. I love that. And just keep, I remember doing that. I haven't had to, I bet that bag somewhere around here, somewhere. Has to be. So that is um, a good way to narrow down if you're overwhelmed when you go into a crystal store or a metaphysical store is to do that. Yep, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And just choose one of each color for each chakra and see how they resonate for you. And if all of them feel right except one mm -hmm. after you've worked with them, then go back and get a different one and try a different one yeah. and keep doing it until you find the one that works. Yeah. But it's a great place to start is by the color of the chakra. And maybe you don't find one that resonates for you in that color. It's something else that's fine. But we're just telling you the basics mm. and the best way to get started so you right. aren't bumbling around not knowing how to start. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Um, and then also to balance this chakra, um, see and wear the color blue or the color. Now it's like a light blue. That's it's, the difference. It's a light blue, yeah. like a sky blue, yes. for example, or a baby blue, or right. yeah, just not a super dark blue. You're not going navy blue here. Right. You're a light blue color or a turquoise. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, because the element is sound or music, singing is actually a fantastic mm. way to um, help balance this, this chakra and to the... I was going to say the uh, unhappiness of my family, I guess, is the best way to say it. I love to sing. So my Aww. throat chakra must be very <laughs> imbalanced, although I am not a good singer. What? Yeah. When my kids were little, honest to goodness, when they were probably each about three years old, when they hit about three, each of them, without being prompted, I would sing in the car. Each of them would be like, no, no, mommy, don't sing. <laughs> Right? I'm not a good singer. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, no, Mommy, don't sing. And they still tell me, okay, Mom, no, don't, please stop singing. I know, isn't that sad? But it's okay. I don't mind. I think you need to have um, a balanced opinion. I guess, right? Yes, you maybe. all heard me sing in the first episode when we said how we came across our song. You heard it. It wasn't pretty. I thought it was great. Of course stop you that. did. So anyway, I want to hear all of you singing now to keep your throat chakras mm -hmm. balanced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, let's get away from that topic because it's not pretty. We're going to move on up to our sixth major chakra, which is your third eye chakra. And it's located on your forehead. If you put your finger between your eyebrows and move up just a tiny bit above your eyebrows, that's the location of your third eye. And your third eye controls your intuition, your imagination, and your wisdom. So if your third eye is out of balance, uh, maybe you're not able to think clearly, maybe you get headaches. The color of the third eye is indigo, which is like a dark blue, dark purple mix. And the element is light. Um, so a great way to balance your third eye if you're having headaches, racing thoughts, not able to think clearly, are to use the stones sodalite. Uh, lapis lazuli or azurite. Mm. Um, those are three really great stones to try out. Also, see and wear, guess what color? Indigo or dark blues and dark purples. Um, and because the element is light, go sit in the sunshine for, mm. I would say, at least 15 minutes. If you're going to go more than that, you probably need sunblock. Mm -hmm. um, not a medical opinion, just a redheaded opinion yeah. that <laughs> a fair person's opinion, right? I will start to burn after about 15 minutes Same. in the sun, but, um, yeah, sunlight, or if you can get to an infrared sauna that has those special, um, lights in them that are to make you feel better, to help with your mood, mm, like light therapy. Those are the best. Our local gym has one of those. That's fantastic. Um, so those are great ways to raise your um, vibration to balance that third eye chakra. Um, another great way, you know, people talk about opening their third eye and balancing their third eye is one little exercise you can do is close your eyes. And while keeping your eyes closed, try to look up at your third eye. So put your, start over. Put your finger on the you. place where your third eye is on your forehead. Okay. Okay. Now keep your eyes closed, but look up with your eyes closed at your third eye. And that's a great way to put focus on your third eye, to visualize it, to visualize that spiral coming back into balance with that indigo color. Um, you can use that pointer finger to tap on your third eye. That can help open it, awaken it. That can help to balance it as you're looking at it. Um, and it might be a little hard to do at first because it almost does make your eyes ache mm. because they're looking up into the inside corners. Yes. So, you know, you're not necessarily initially going to be able to do it for very long, but just give it a try and see see it's how funny. it works when i did it you could see like almost a light not that it was coming through my eyelids it was a light like as if at the top mm -hmm. so i just found that interesting that it kind of brings in this fuzzy light yeah when you do that yep hmm. and so as you're seeing that fuzzy light visualize it being indigo colored hmm. and then pretty soon you're going to start to see an indigo light wow. the more you do it that's that's neat that's where that the bindi belongs you know when um girls in india it goes on your third eye, too. Yeah, and, you know, I didn't actually know that that's what they did was put it on their third eye. I have a funny, not a funny story, kind of a cool story to tell about that. 
my mom always wanted a diamond right there. Isn't that interesting? Really? Yeah. Like she How did always you know that? she told you that? She told us that. And she didn't know as far as I know anything about her chakras or her third eye or anything like that, but always growing up and even as we were adults, she would say, mm, I just would like to have a diamond right there." And she would always touch it. And after I learned about the third eye, it was so interesting to me that that's always where she wanted her diamond. Interesting. I wonder if like she had another life in India. Could be. Like in another Imagine place. That's what she would do though every time. Mm. I just want a diamond right there. Oh my god. Like always the mm, which meant that she felt it emphatically. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow, what a strange thing to say. Right? Just out of I mean she loved diamonds anyway, but she did. Like she did. (laughs) uh Uh-huh. My dad was a very good husband in that regard to her because that's what she loved. So that's what he got her, you know. She never was brave enough to go have one put there, but she always said she would love to have had one there. Interesting. Yeah. So (laughs) I know that was a quick aside, but it just made me think of my mom and it made me happy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) All right. So moving up to our seventh major chakra This is the crown chakra, and it's located at the top of the head. The the crown chakra uh, controls your spiritual connection, and it controls your how you feel about your inner and your outer beauty. Surprisingly enough, Um, that surprised me a little bit. But maybe it's just because it's such a high vibration that um, I don't know. I don't know. It made me feel like, yeah, I'm surprised. I've never would it that. make you? I, I didn't either. I just heard that. I read that in part of my research. So maybe how you feel about, because I know violet is like that transmutation color. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's like that feeling of that, um, you're beautiful inside and out. It brings everything together. Oh, yeah. that makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that you're absolutely right because I didn't put it together that way when I was doing the research, but that makes sense. Your inner and your outer beauty are spiritually balanced. Mm. Oh, I like that. Um, Yeah. And so like we just said, the color of the crown chakra is violet, but some people also use white. I heard that too. And I've heard people say gold. Yeah, which I guess I can understand because if you think about churches, Mm -hmm. like the chalice is gold, like so many things are gold. And also anytime they show the angels in, in drawings from, Mm -hmm. you know, ancient times, they always have that gold crown around their head. The halo. And they do say that halo is actually mimicking that, that crown chakra. Oh, that makes sense. Maybe I'm going to have to start envisioning it gold instead of purple. Yeah. Oh, I really love that. Um, If your crown chakra is out of balance, you may not feel like you have a connection to your higher self or um, your spiritual or divine being. Um, You may get a lot of headaches. You may suffer with some self-esteem issues. Um, The element of the crown chakra is divine consciousness, which I thought was kind of amazing. Like, it seems very um, 
esoteric. Yeah. You know, yes. like that's the feeling. And I know that the crown chakra is esoteric, but just that element of being divine consciousness right. really makes it feel like, yeah, you right. know, hence the halo in Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> in the pictures. Hence the halo. Yeah, there you go. Of Mary. Uh huh. Um, okay, so the stones that correlate to the crown chakra are clear quartz, amethyst, and labradorite. Those are just three oh, of many. Labradorite. So mm, pretty. It's gorgeous. It's hard to see it in, in a picture, but if you go to your local crystal shop, which we, we have one that's at crystals. You can go there and you can see a piece of it and it just is like it shimmers even though it's this dark color it shimmers like these different blues and golds colors yeah it's really pretty and not to you know hammer home the point of Lorena's show on Facebook her Facebook lives but she loves Labradorite Ooh. and always has a lot of it so the ring light that she uses, she can really pick up the colors with it. So you can oh, see it. I don't think I've seen her Oh, you, you'll have to see it because okay. she really, it picks it up. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, that's a good one. Um, so like I said, if your crown chakra is feeling out of balance, you'll know it because maybe you have no, con no connection to your higher self, to a divine being. Maybe you get a lot of headaches. Maybe you have some low, low self-esteem. And to balance it, other than simply using the crystals, you can also see and wear violet or white or gold now. Um, praying is a great way to help to balance your crown chakra. Using mantras is a great way. Um, but I think the best way that I love is to be of service to someone else, mm. because if you're yeah. being of service, you're doing something for someone else. You're not getting a physical reward for it. Mm. Um, I can't say you don't get a reward for it because it does come back to you with that feeling of, um, connectedness yeah. and, you know, so it does help to boost you and make you feel better. Um, but being of service to other people, I find is always the way to come back into balance yeah. after I've been out of balance in any of my chakras in any way. And it takes you out of you. Like you're, you're not thinking about woe is me. You're just kind of going along because you're having to do the work. Right. Like I always say, I love hands is the devil's work. Yeah. Like that old adage is so true because when you're sitting there, you're just going to marinate those feelings that you're not feeling well with yourself. But as long as you can get yourself out of yourself, and the best way to do that is get yourself into somebody else's self. That's right. <laughs> That's right. In a positive way. In a like, positive way, yeah. Go, and it doesn't have to be um, that you donate $500 to someone no. because... I couldn't do that. Right. You know what I mean? It could be that you um, bring up someone's trash barrels for them on mm -hmm. trash day because you know that they are busy with a newborn. Yeah. It could be that you say, you text a couple of people and say, mm -hmm. I'm going to the market. Is there anything I can pick up for you? Right. Like all those little things are way to be in service to other people. And the best way to do it is anonymously. If you can do it anonymously and feel that self-worth, I think you're getting that sense of what you need 
because sometimes the draw we don't realize that we don't want to admit it to ourselves sometimes the draw is like somebody's going to say oh thank you so much or pat you on the back right for it but when you are can do it anonymously and still feel good that is your sign that okay this is where i really am at this you is know? good for my soul. Yeah, I'm right. putting goodness into the world. Yeah, I'm doing it for the right reason. Exactly. I don't need a pat on the back to make me feel good. Yes. I'm right. doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. And if you're doing a kindness for someone else just to get the thank you, is it really a kindness? Yeah, right. Or is it really just self-serving? Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, there can be arguments that, that doing things for others is always self-serving. You're, you're, it's always going to come back to you. Like... We could have this, we could talk about this for like an hour, half an hour. That's right. It's even in J.R. Tolkien's book about that, um, that whenever you're helping another, you're actually helping yourself. Mm -hmm. And you really are. You are. But I think there's a difference between that, um, what you mentioned, that, you know, you're doing it for a thank you or something. There could be something out of balance there. Right. That you're not recognizing. And I think more what I mean is if you're doing it, um, in service of someone, not in service of yourself, then you're doing it anonymously because you don't need your ego stroked. Yes. And right. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I do agree, like what you just said. Yeah. We talked about it before. Yeah. What you put out into the universe boomerangs back to you. Right. So chances are you're going to do something. The intent anonymously for someone else and then something good is going to boomerang back to you so sure that's going to happen but even though that happens you don't need your ego stroked because of it right right yeah and i think the universe knows your intent that's right so that intent will is clear it always comes back to intent right and it'll come back the same way that intent it, it reads the intent it doesn't read what happened that's right. And for good deeds that, you know, you can't do anonymously, like I said, text someone, I'm going to the market, can I get you anything? That's fine. Oh, yeah. But then yeah. you don't need to go further and tell someone else, yep, I went to the market today and I texted <laughs> Dee to see if she needed anything. Well, yeah. Yeah. now you're just, yeah, your yeah. ego's back in it. Yes. Like, I guess the point of the good deed right. is to leave your ego checked at the door yeah. and do, do it that. in service of others. Yeah. And there are going to be times that you like, you do say that and you, you, I think we all have come to say, oh yeah, I just did this for somebody that was feeling not, feeling not too good. Um, what, whatever, if you can try to do it anonymously and see how you feel and see the difference in how you're approaching it and stay quiet about it, it's very hard yes, to it is. stay quiet about something that like you're, you, because you don't realize inside your 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 machinations that are going on of you um trying to uplift yourself really that's what Mm -hmm. you're trying to do is you're trying to uplift yourself in the best and do it in the most pure form so if you can if you're doing it in those ways okay you know what you you do at least you're doing it that's That's right there's gradations of it the real challenge comes when you're starting to do it anonymously and then you're also not telling anybody else either right about it so like, it's almost like these little stepping stones of challenging your spiritual resilience or your spiritual where you are on the stepladder to where you, you want to be. That's you a know? good analogy. Yeah. It's like, think of it that way because n- not to say, I think, I think no matter what people should do things for, for others, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not going to 
you know, get mad at somebody if they say, oh, well, I did this to somebody and then it's like, but it's, it's you, it's you that's, that's, that's here to learn. Right. So, and you are gauging yourself and trying to, um, raise yourself up yeah. and you're responsible for you. So I think that's, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Right. So, and you know, the one thing that all of these chakras have in common, um, with balancing is a great way to balance your chakras is to use your breath and everything comes back to your breath. We've said it from day one. Um, but so to use your breath and you can breathe and picture, you know, take a deep breath and picture the, um, breath coming up to your root chakra and see it intermingling your breath with that red color in a clockwise direction and then exhale your breath back down and then in your next breath bring your breath up to your um, sacral chakra and see that breath intermingling with the orange color and then going back down Mm. Um, and so on etc all the way up but you know we were talking before we started recording tonight about yoga and breath work and how great that is so and that's like perfect to go because these are the same Vedic traditions that have started. I think that started yoga, that's uh, started the chakras and the mantras. The word yoga is der- derived from the Sanskrit root, huge, meaning to join or to yoke or to unite. As per yogic scriptures, the practice of yoga leads to the union of individual consciousness with that of the universal consciousness indicating a perfect harmony between the mind and the body, man and nature, which I think is like, it's repeating what we've been saying in every single podcast. Yeah. That we're bringing the mind and the body together, the mind and the heart together. And that's, I mean, we talked about how the ancient traditions already figured this out. We're starting to figure this out like it's something new, but we're we're now bringing the ancient within so we can use these same tools and um so because we like yoga so much (laughs) i like yoga so much it's been good for me and uh so i had that yoga deck so i decided to bring that one along i thought this would be perfect and i pulled out it's um this yoga deck is called the yoga yoga deck i think that's all it's called it's by olivia miller and um the card that i picked was sounding breath Hmm. and the mantra behind this um breath it's a breath work in yoga tradition and it's called um you just lie in the corpse position and you just basically are breathing in and breathing out if you look it up uh sounding breath you it'll give you a demonstration you can look it up on youtube Hmm. um it says the mantra for it is i am at peace all is well in my world um, and I guess it helps to calm the body. It balances the nervous system. Um, it expels um, stale air from the lungs, purifying the respiratory system, and slows the mind and calms the emotions, which is balancing, basically. Yeah. You know? So this is great to go along with the, the chakras, I think. And that is just like, you know, if someone's super upset, one of the first things you say is, 
when you're trying to help them, okay, calm down, just, just breathe, right? And yeah. I mean, because look at that, it's yeah. the breath and it comes back to the breath. If you yeah. want to be calm, you want to calm your nervous system, your fight or flight, yeah. you want to just breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, when you said calm down, you're like, I was just thinking, oh, that's us telling somebody to calm down. And then somebody, but then you said, take a breath. And I was like, you know, I never say that. I never say, take a breath. Oh. And I think that's, that's your, my, your, your body's way to overcome that mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that for my life. Because if I'm upset, like super upset and angry and someone says, calm down. Yeah. Uh, my initial reaction oh, yeah. as a human being would be like, don't tell me to calm down. Right. But, you know, it is, it's. Okay, calm down. Take a deep breath. Yeah, take a deep breath. That's the instruction on how to calm down, mm-hmm. right? Whether you realize you're giving it or not, yep. that's the instruction. Yeah, and the neurons listen to that breath more than they listen to that person saying calm down. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. I could go on and on and talk about, you know, panic attacks and the fight or flight and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but. Yeah. It's, it always just comes back to your breath. Yeah, it really does. So there's this gentleman, um, James Gilliland. He owns this ranch out in Washington, which is like out near Mount Adams. And he, I listened to some of his things because he's, he's really interesting. He's had an interesting life. He's like died and come back twice and he's now he's he's done the whole yoga tradition he's done the native american tradition and i was um watching something him talking about the chakras he had an article and um he was saying that he was explaining just what you did like all these um words like almost single words for each of the chakras and the if you go up red is survival orange is sex Yellow is power. Green is love felt. The light blue is love spoken. So as it goes up, it almost gets more spiritual. Indigo, which is that dark bluish color, God seen in all things. And then the violet, which is the purple, I am God. So at that point, it's that connectedness. As you go up that um, chakra chakra color wheel, um, and he also says that once um, everything is in balance, he had this really nice quote that, um, and this is what we've been talking about as far as discernment, self-authority, using the tools, which this is one of them, to help us encompass what we are here for. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, self-mastery, which is the main goal of, of doing this work, is the ability to maintain one's self-authority discern the difference, discernment, create sacred space and remove or heal unseen negative influences. It is mastering judgment, one's emotions, practicing loving detachment, yet maintaining discernment through the heart. Mm. And that is so true. We talk about creating sacred space for people, um, um, not judging. He's talking about mastering judgment mastering our emotions, um, practicing that loving detachment where you are going to help somebody, but you have to remember to keep a little away, love them. But if they have, they're doing something that's not 
not good. You you can't get involved in their little four decks of processing either. Right. Um, and then you're maintaining that discernment through your heart and know to do that. And I think once you do all these things, that's the goal. Yep. What we talked about is just this self-mastery is through using every single one of these tools. And we want to be able to give everybody the tools that we know of or we've heard of that we've tried. So one thing may not work for you, right. but something else might. And it's like that's why some people go towards more the yogic tradition. Some people go more towards um, uh, more crystals. And um, some people go towards uh, meditation, you know, whatever. Some people go more towards um, organized religion. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as long as you're, you're coming from a place that is um, non-judgmental and uh, following these same rules, mm-hmm. those are all tools for you to use to bring yourself to that, that mastery, I think. Absolutely. That's correct. And um, I just got very excited because one more thing that I wanted to point out about that is you have to, I remember this from um, different mediumship classes I've taken and the mediumship I've practiced on my own. And you have to have your lower chakras, your first three chakras balanced. You have to be grounded. You have to have those chakras balanced before your upper chakras can be balanced. Mm. So if you're not grounded and your chakras aren't balanced, you're not going to be able to raise your vibration higher to kind of, you know, so you're, and this is just a mediumship example I'm giving Mm -hmm. right now, but you know, in mediumship, like I've said before, if you want to um, communicate with someone's loved one who has passed on, Mm -hmm. they vibrate at such a high vibration that we can't get there as human beings. But if your chakras are clear and your chakras are balanced, then you're able to raise your vibration higher and then they're able to lower their vibration a little bit Mm. so your vibrations can be in a more even plane so then you're better able to communicate. Mm. So if you feel like you're clairvoyant, if you have psychic um, abilities, what it's more important than ever to be sure that your chakras are balanced and clear Mm. and to do daily work on your chakras. I mean, I think it's important for everyone if you can get in the habit of daily cleansing and, you know, rotating your chakras and balancing them. But um, especially if you're going to go into that line of work and do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're you're dealing with the spiritual realm. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why some of the monks and uh, they do daily purification prayers whatever those are their balancing yeah you know what i mean they just do it in a different way this um the chakras too all the colors every color when you look at it it vibrates a different um color spectrum that's what we're seeing in our eyes Mm -hmm. so that's why we see the different colors and it's just interesting because each one has its own vibration with color each one has its own vibration energetically so we were talking about the hertz and the sounds yeah. like the, in one of the other episodes and 
we were saying for when we're raising our vibration, this is another way that you're raising your vibration up because you're going through the hertz from the lower hertz all the way up to the upper hertz, but you're doing it from a visual perspective, not a sound perspective. Yeah. Yet remember, we it's multidimensional. Our bodies are multidimensional, so they're just working from um, uh, a couple perspectives here. The chakras, there's more to it. I think they try to teach you to visualize in a multidimensional way as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. but the colors are helpful to know that that's another aspect. Yeah. And you know, another great tool to balance and clear out to clean your chakras is to go and get a Reiki session. So, I mean, we can do a whole episode on Reiki, but very briefly, just so you know, Reiki is energy healing using life force energy, and you have to receive that from an attuned Reiki practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we're just giving business shout outs tonight mm-hmm. because um, I do want to say that um, Holistic Soul Studio over on State Road in Sagamore is a fantastic place to go for a Reiki treatment. Um, Pam DiNapoli is her name, she's the owner, and she does a beautiful Reiki treatment. Mm. Um, She's very thorough. She is a nurse also, and Mm. she has taken coursework in um, holistic medicine and holistic healing. So she really incorporates all of that. Like she'll sit and have an intake session with you that might be five minutes or 15 minutes Mm. or however long. Um, And then she does your session and then she'll write you on a piece of paper. She'll write you what she saw, um, things that she feels like might help you and it's just, oh, it's a really, like really in-depth in depth session. It really is. So if you feel like, you know, you are in need of this service, I mean, obviously everybody can't go to mm-hmm. Holistic Soul Studio if you're not local, but mm-hmm. if you're not local, um, just do some research and find mm-hmm. a reputable Reiki practitioner mm-hmm. and, um, you know, somebody who's not price gouging or yeah, right. whatever, kind of get a feel in your area yeah. of what the average cost is for a Reiki session. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe go with a recommendation of someone who's been before. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I will say, just because we're in such hard times right now, I know people are having difficulties finding people to talk to, etc. If anybody ever needs like like a prayer or energy healing sent to them, I'm more than send a uh, email. Um, I'm more than happy to just um, do a little prayer or um, I have my Reiki too. I'm not a Reiki master. You're a Reiki master, by the way. I'm Reiki master. Yeah. And um, I'm more than willing to send Reiki to someone or if they're open to it or if they would like a little prayer sent for them. I sometimes, I, I, I think that sometimes it's helpful. It helps me center as well mm-hmm. and helps me remember if just if anybody really needs it, if they feel like they, they have that, I'm more than willing to do that. To them I think that. that's beautiful. And I'm going to jump right on your bandwagon and mm-hmm. say, I'm the same. So mm-hmm. if you email us and just say, I am in need or my son is in need or mm-hmm. my mother is in need, um, it's completely confidential. Mm-hmm. We would by no means mention any names mm-hmm on the podcast, 
but you would have double Reiki and prayers sent between the two of us. Um, And it can be oh so healing. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's for someone else, I will say this caveat Mm -hmm. that, you know, with your best intentions, you will send the email and ask us. But energetically, we will ask the person if they approve that, you know, if it's okay with them that we send these prayers and send this Reiki. If we get a yes, we'll send it. If we get a no, then we wouldn't do it ethically. Right. Yes, exactly. But energetically, we can do that. And, you know, if they're in need, chances are they're going to energetically respond back with a yes. Yes, right. Exactly. And we'll know, too. Yeah. Just kind of get that feeling. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I guess we're just going to have to do a whole nother podcast episode on Reiki healing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so like we said, you know, if you are in need of any Reiki being sent or any prayers, if you have a show topic that you'd like us to pursue, um, if you have a story you want to share about a topic we've already done that, you know, you would like to share feedback and have it read on the podcast, Email all of those to us at 222-darlingsoitgoes at gmail.com or you can send us private messages on Instagram or Facebook. Mm, yep. And definitely follow us on the social media platforms, both Instagram and Facebook. We like to make posts that correlate with the um, podcast that we did for that week. So it just gives you some good visual explanations about things that we've talked about. Feel free to comment, feel free to um, post things that, you know, you also know that correlate. So we're happy to have it just kind of be a discussion platform. Oh yeah, by all means. And if there's like a crystal that you're like, oh, what does that look like? And you're having a hard time finding it, um, we can always post it and say oh yeah this is this yeah. is what this one likes somebody somebody mentioned they needed any questions yeah. at all yeah. the um oracle decks we're using the crystals that we mm-hmm. recommend the if you have a crystal and you're not sure what it is if you want to snap a picture and send it to us and mm-hmm. maybe we can help you identify it yeah so we really just want this to turn into a podcast this is our experiment is to stay in the flow mm-hmm. turn it into a podcast that helps people along the way to hold space so people can grow and And do their work and do their own work in their own time in their own space yes we're just helping to guide and inform and we want to help in any way we can yes so we'll end how we always end as you go through your week no matter how it goes Remember to say, darling, so it goes, and keep moving forward. And remember to go within. Have a great night. Good night.